0: Warning, the following program does not necessarily reflect or constitute the belief or opinion of the staff and performers from DDP Studios Inc., because that would be freaking boring if everyone had the same opinion and everyone repeating from the same voice. Like doll DDP Studios Inc. is a diverse and unique corporation. We believe to truly be in community you must believe in the individual, to liberty and the right to freedom of speech, which in the end, it must reflect all opinions. Even the ones we hate. Your discretion is advised. We are post political, pro individual,
1: unlimited potential. This is a foolproof event. Rated F for real fun. Your maturity is advised.
0: The following program may contain excessive, derogatory, creative mentions of sex. Sexuality, perhaps on occasion have fracking coarse language, and cause adverse effects of laughter along with making you think. We may lie to tell the truth, to tell the truth, to tell a lie, for the lie to be exposed and the truth to finally be told. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen to DDP Radio for those days you feel like a nut, and for those days you don't, my name is JC Moses coming to you live from the Parkdale Studios here in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to this edition of today's episode. It is June 29th, 2021. It's 23 degrees Celsius today in the city of Toronto. And yeah, it's sticky, it's hot, and with the likelihood of showers this afternoon with a low of 17 degrees Celsius. So we have a great I have a great show for you today. I have some great selection of music. Um you know, from our friends from Spotify, uh, in association with Spotify. Yeah, I we're actually brought. We're actually now broadcasting on 10 platforms, <laughs> from audio and video, which I'm very proud of uh, to say, and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Of course, I do everything live. If you ever want to see something live with video. Um, because I do have audio, uh, you know, moments and I do have the memes of the day, which I do describe in the visual, yeah, describe in, you know, the visual stuff, uh, for our audio listener, pardon me, so much going on. I do have a great special uh, video for you today from the great opinion, Kate Juan. <laughs> and it's called, uh, oh it's, it's on the great, it's on the world economic reset. And uh, so well done. Very well done. And even Ivor Cummings um, from his YouTube channel, uh, he he even posted it as well. Very, ex- extremely well done. Part one will be played today, and then part two will be played tomorrow. Oh. But no further ado. Let's get to some music. I wanted to get some more music. Uh, today we're going to start off with a little bit of, uh, 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 like, an older stuff. <laughs> uh, do you remember Chester? If you're as old as I am, you remember Chester. <laughs> so I'm hopefully um, out there that, just because we lost all our jobs and we have no economy and everything's like closing down because you know, the COVID-19 pandemic or the PCR pandemic. Some of them are calling it now. Um, yeah. So I thought, make your life a little bit brighter with some Chester, with Chester. Wouldn't that be great? So this is it. Check it out. This is uh, make your life a little bit brighter with Chester starting it off for the day <laughs> We'll be right back with more DVP Radio
2: That crazy feeling I know I'm in trouble again I'm in trouble Cause you're around
0: Such beautiful songs. Such a beautiful song starting off this morning on June 29th, 2021. Welcome to this edition of DDP Radio for those days you feel like a nut and for those days you don't. Uh, that was a great start with some oldies, eh? Yeah, we started off at to the top with Mike My, My Life a little bit right with Chester, of course. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Chili uh, Chiliwalk, of course, and Roller from April Wine. And the last song from Joni Mitchell, uh, you know, Help Me. Help Me. Help me! Help me!
3: I need some cheese whiz.
0: No. Yes, I do. No, I need some sugar for my coffee. That's what happens. You know when you really, you just oh, man, I have no sugar left. You realize you thought you had sugar, but then you're using your candy canes. <laughs> so I had these Christmas candy canes, and I was crushing them with this hammer in a baggie to put in my coffee. Yeah, that's that's bad times, man. That's bad times, man. You know. That's COVID nineteen bad times. I deserve to be compensated for the sugar and for using candy canes in my coffee. You son of a bitches! <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. So, um, of course, I have a, a great lineup of some uh, some great stuff to do for you today. Um, if you didn't catch the, uh, the if you did not catch the beginning of the show, of course, I was mentioning that uh, the very opinionated Kate Wan um, has a great series right now. It's part one and part two and the world economic forum yes that's from Klaus, part one will be played today you know at the 10 o'clock at 10 o'clock we'll be playing the you know Klaus, the world economic forum have you heard that guy on the world economic forum like you got you, you have to, some people must have seen it if you haven't seen it i mean i mean he was uh he was on the front cover of time magazine uh, the world economic forum and uh, it's very, how would I say it? As if history is repeating itself, as if it's like the, uh, the SS Reich itself that had a new facelift. <laughs> That's all it was. That's all it feels like. It, when you look at it and you and you read some of its literature and you read some of its stuff and you're like, hmm. if, you're a, if you're a student of history, and if you're a student of, uh, you know, if you even have, if you read history, you look at it and you say, Hmm am not sure It does sound like a facelift for the SS Reich That's all it was Just a new marketing plan Just a new marketing plan Just rebranding We're rebranding Rebranding our old old models And you're going to comply You're going to comply Because we're going to make sure that you do um, <clears throat> And take the
3: vaccine
0: Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Why the hell would I take a vaccine When I'm already immune to it? Like I test, I I literally did at one point when the hospitals were providing the antigen test for $90 because they had to charge you $90, even though it cost three cents to make. And yet it's 99.7% more accurate than what, what the, what that tester trying to use uh, to test infection, which is not supposed to be used for testing infections at all. Um, The PCR test. (laughs) So, I already immune to a COVID 19. So, why would I take a vaccine? And, well, yeah, I that, that was the traditions that we had in 2018, 2017, 2016. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but go ahead, go get your go jab yourself. I don't care. I mean, what am I going to say? I mean, the amount of poisons that I put in my system by the amount of alcohol and marijuana that I smoke, maybe on the daily, you know. So, yeah. I mean, look at all the toxic crap that we eat, anyhow. Oh, go ahead, jab yourself. Why don't you? Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, too, this would, but everybody thought, oh, well, if I jab myself, then I'll at least be able to go to the store without a mask on. That's not happening, isn't it? Uh, except for Ikea. that Ikea, you know. They're part of the rebranding of the SS Reg, I guess. You know, the owners. <laughs> um, I was so upset when I saw this from my says Oh my God, they're tagging people like dogs. Uh, Ikea had put up the sign and said, if, you have proof of vaccination you can have a green pass and a little green bracelet that says that you don't and then and all those who don't have to still wear a mask when they go inside and i'm like what (laughs) oh let's tag people like dogs now like like as if we're like little cattle going around you know, and we're gonna tag the ear. You know how they tag the ears of the uh, of cattle to know which you know which which cow is which. Um, unbelievable. And everybody's like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it." I guess there's a lot of drugs going on out there that people just don't care anymore. I mean, they're even giving. They're so they're so desperate to give out the vaccine that they're actually offering a half quarter some a half quarter um for a vaccine. I'm going, wow, that's desperate. Like I'm a weed smoker. Okay? But if I don't have any weed and I can't afford it right now, what I do is I Jones out. I don't mind Jonesing out for a couple of weeks, you know? Um, because it's it's healthy for the brain sometimes. Um, because you can get so inundated with uh with oh I feel great, it's fabulous, yay, as the world is collapsing around me. <laughs> it's, uh... Oh yeah, oh yeah. I yeah, know. <laughs> Thank you for listening uh it is nine twenty three <laughs> we're getting some more music in a very in a very moment but um i i wanted to go over some of the memes from yesterday because I felt like that it was just very pertinent uh and yesterday i i basically had some some memes and i want i want to go over it because some of them it's just like this bruce lee i i, I told one of my friends yesterday about this bruce Lee quote he said, yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. So I want to go over it again. So, oh, not this one here, but this, uh, oops. Not that one. Where's the Bruce Lee one? There's the Bruce Lee one. This is the Bruce Lee uh, quote, and I'm just going to read it to you. Basically, a photograph of Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. And um, he says, don't speak negatively about yourself. Even as a joke, your body does not know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. <laughs> change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. Ooh. That's cool, eh? That's a good one. I really like that one. That's that's, that, that's the one. That one in yesterday's, uh, yesterday's meme, I'm going to repeat too. Because sometimes it's, it's worth repeating sometimes to memorize. Um... This one was from the, the gym owner, Ian Smith, who refused to close his gym in New Jersey, giving you a truth bomb. And he says, and he's basically a very handsome man. God, he's very handsome. Okay, everything the government is doing right now is designed to make you fat, weak, stupid, depressed, lazy, and reliant on crumbs they wipe off the plates. Health is replaced by pharmaceuticals. Education is replaced by programming. And hard work replaced by handouts. These people hate you. Ian Smith. And and people say to me, "Well, no, the government doesn't hate me." And I'm like, "Yeah, government doesn't care. The government really doesn't give a shit about you, not at all. Part of my language, they, go- they don't really care about you, not really. No, they care about their next, their next, their next election. That's the thing too about politics. It's one of the biggest problems with uh, democracy. Um, even Socrates said it too at the beginning that you know, just because a whole bunch of people decide on something doesn't necessarily make it right for its citizens." Just because the House of Commons or the House of Parliament decides something unilaterally does not make it right for all of its citizens and does not equal truth either. Just because two doctors agree on something does not mean that the rest of the doctors don't. And just because you got... You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's this, there's this dystopia of uh, or distortion, not dystopia, distortion of our thoughts and our way of reality, when we just assume or we just make assumptions that the, what the news is telling us true, or this person is telling us true. Well, all the four news stations are saying the same thing, so it has to be true. No, because they could just be repeating the same bullshit that's coming out from the same source. <laughs> hello actually that's the other thing too i've never known i've I've always wondered why the news stations are reporting exactly the same thing there seems to be like hardly no difference there may be one segment or different just to just to try to like spice it up so that we could show that we're different but in general if you look at every single news station from cbc city tv ctv um, cable pulse 24 global news if you look at every single one of them, the verbiage, the phraseology, some of key words, some key log lines are all the same. But that was never the point in the past. It was not like that in the past. In the past, it actually was uh, it was really, truly independent journalism, where journalists actually s- sought out the uh, the story. Or, you know, um, they, I mean, you look at The Wire, perhaps. That's the old term. Um, now it's Reuters and Sawyers and whatever. Uh, but they would still have some kind of perspective or a different perspective. Or they bring another person's perspective and another person's perspective and then allow the person to decide uh, what, what they believe in. So that's reporting. Reporting is, I see this and then I see this guy's opinion and I see this guy's opinion and I see this guy's opinion and I'm showing it to you. Now you make your own opinion. No, it's not like that today. It's like this today. I'm telling you what the opinion is you believe it and if you don't believe it there's something wrong with you it's like shaming shaming you if you don't believe in the opinion of the news like wow I don't want to watch that I feel guilty now for being a free thinker I'm thinking oh my god I can't think because I'm being shamed for thinking
4: oh, oh, oh my god
0: yeah that's what's happened and and it's it's it and and only I only say this because I'm I'm 53 years old, so I've I've seen I've seen many 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 years of of news reporting. I've seen many many years, and I've worked in the newsroom, so I I, I picked up a camera. I know how to uh, how to produce a news segment. It's so I understand its concept. So for me, it's a lot easier to pick out or to to decipher. If you have three kids and you're working full time as you know as as a doctor. <laughs> And you have to wake up those kids and get them to go to school and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. And you're running out the door um, because you got to go to the hospital or you got to your lawyer or you got to do this or you got to do that. Or you're working wherever you're working. It doesn't matter. Even if you're working at a restaurant as a cook, (laughs) which many of them are not working anymore. Even if that's the case. You know, you're too stressed out to really uh, decipher some of the stuff. Uh, or or to notice the differences or to uh, perhaps notice because you you you, there's a brand it's like branding so it becomes a religion you um and people don't understand the word religion it's or the the concept of of religious rights when you keep doing something and repeating something at the same time people start believing it so and then you just automatically because you have no time because you got so busy and and that's to me perhaps the one of the biggest flaws of our society is that we've never taken it a time to think but mind you during the covid nineteen pandemic or you know a lot of people had a lot of time to think um either three things happen people get depressed or they just don't care or or they get super mad um they do something stupid <laughs> and they turn to more alcohol and drugs or they commit suicide which is very sad right now because the suicide rate is the highest it's ever been in the world anywhere in the world it's it's super high and no one gives a damn and I'm pissed off about that I think it's disgusting I think it's really disgusting that we would do that anyways 9.30 we'll go to some more music we'll be right back with more DDP radio Um, let's check it out here yeah straight to hell from Colorado that's the, that's the next song check it out
5: oh oh there is a place. Some say I'm going to, where they put the choir boys who do not sing in tune. Must we explain the perfect moments like hummingbird wings? They are meant to move too fast for our eyes, and I believe in never. And the wonder of all things So why can't salvation be mine? I'm sorry if I've done wrong I know I'm going straight to hell, straight to hell I know I'm going straight to hell Do you feel the judgment For loving who you love? what you're choosing for your body or what you think is up above oh let there be a softness let our weakness glow we are your quiet, choir let us sing cause one day we all leave here with nothing left to show
0: back ladies and gentlemen to DDP Radio Daily uh, what a great uh, that was fantastic I love Canadian bands, what a cool like calm music um, started off the day um, of course at the top of that uh, musical set was Straight to Hell from Colorado and uh, In the Summer by I Am Dynamite I Am Dynamite <laughs> I always like that band uh, the, first I, the first time I saw them was at the Canada Music Week and it was a two-man band, by the way, in uh, I Am Dynamite. And it's incredible, incredible musicianship. Of course, uh, Sick Muse by Metric. And, of course, Falling Down the Stairs by the New Pornographers. Woo! The New Pornographers. Imagine that you try to tell your parents, Hi, Mom, yeah, I got We're on the ba- we're in. I'm in a new band. And it's called The New Pornographers. And your mother's like, Oh, really? Oh, okay, I'll just keep praying for you. I'll just keep doing, you know, the beads and every sunday at the church and I'll go I'll go to confession for you too honey just don't tell anybody that you you know don't don't tell any of the don't tell any of the family that you're part of the new pornographers um just you know just you know just keep it on the low low brow for now until they make it like super hot like super big and super like uh, famous and then it's like oh yeah my my child's part of the new pornographers yeah she is yeah she is you know how funny how money distorts, <laughs> distorts our opinions. <laughs> I've always noticed that in life, how money distorts our opinions. <laughs> it was like that uh, that conversation I had one time. I was working as a lo- uh assistant location manager for um, uh, this great man uh, called me uh, to. It was a new movie for Quibi or something like that. Anyways, it was a CBS production. So. I went in there, and uh, Titans producer keeps coming in, and of course I make jokes all the time, and he goes, uh, and Tim and Tim said, "Hey, well, JC man, he's a producer too, man. He's got like a uh, you know his own movie on on Prime Radio, like uh, Jesus meets the Game Man, blah blah blah." Like me, and he goes, no, really, really, really." I said, I said, "Producer, I'm not a pro- I'm not a producer like you, man." I said, "You're a producer with money." <laughs> I said, "You're a producer with money. That's easy." because you could twist somebody's nipple with a paycheck and go like you could twist my nipple with a paycheck and go hey
6: you just go yes sir yeah all right no problem Yep, yeah. do little
0: and then if you give a little bit of bonus you go yeah yeah i'm
6: okay
0: yeah all right and get things done but when you when you do a documentary or you do a film with no money you have to start twisting nipples. You can't twist nipples to people. You just have to say, oh, you have to like, you know, butter it with goat butter or something like that. You know, and go like, and then, and then sometimes you have to lick that nipple. Oh, like for a gay man. And depends, you know, if it's a woman's nipple, like, Ugh. um, I would just, it would gross me out, it grosses me out. No, I can't do that. Anyways, then everybody started laughing, but it was a good joke at the time, but, but then. I wanted. To, I had a beef with. The, I had a beef with the Titans producer. Afterwards, because, because he, because I said, well, the first the first season was not so bad because you know, like the it's like a, it, was, it was a little too slow, um, especially for the fans probably, but the second the second season, which he's the one that produced it, everything was going great until the last, freaking episode. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to slap someone. I've never seen a horrible last episode in my entire life on a series that had millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars with a great cast and a great crew. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's what bugged me. It was so horrible. There was this, it was a scene about Wonder Woman. She, uh, and Wonder Woman and Superman and Superboy. Okay. Now are like, you're super fast. Okay. <laughs> you know, they can get like from here to here. They can hear from the washroom and back without even, you know, in a second, Um, so, like, if Superboy was doing a radio show like I was doing, like, he would be that fast, he'd go to the washroom, he'd pee and come back, and without uh, a word being dropped, that's how fast they are. And then Wonder Woman was just as fast, you know, she had, like, superpowers, but they'd go... Um, anyways, Wonder... Wonder Girl or Wonder Woman dies somehow, okay? The scene was just so bad. I wanted to shoot the director because it was just so unplausible. Um... This it was just badly done. I cannot say I cannot fathom how disappointed I was in the last episode. It was so badly shot, um, and and is it's just it's glamour too much glamour, too much BS, and I felt like it was I was cheated out of like the reality of that of that series. Because you know when you as a as a, as a director as a producer as whatever you do you try to you try to realize a scene especially in sci-fi and since it's science science fiction especially when you got superheroes you got superpowers you got to realize that scene so that it looks so damn real that you're mesmerized as a viewer you're like oh you're sucked in right into the story you're sucked in right into the fact that hey I got superpowers too yeah I could be one of those you know and then you you're looking at uh, you're looking at the characters, you're looking at the relationships and that's true filmmaking uh, when you can suck in an audience to be right in the scene so they, they feel like they're part of that scene at that very moment as like they're viewers of the reality as truly happening Um, and they failed <laughs> so I would have asked the producer, what happened man did you like you had no money left <laughs> and you hired the you're hired, you hired, the location, the, L- <laughs> I don't know. You hired the craft services person to direct the scene. <laughs> it's you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just awful. I I was so disappointed. I can't even watch the third season because I was so disappointed by how the, the second season ended. And it's not that because all the other previous episodes before the last episode was, was not so bad, you know? Um, but yeah, that was just like, I don't know, it was retarded, retarded, retarded. Um, okay. Any, uh, (laughs) I do have, at the 10 o'clock, we're gonna go to some of the Kate Wan's, um, I thought maybe just going, going into it earlier, uh, since I've lost my momentum of what I wanted to say completely, but nonetheless, this is a great, great, great series. The opinion of Kate won, I met her at one of the protests years ago. Uh, just last year, sorry, part last year. Very astute young woman. And her husband was a pilot and she was pregnant. And he had lost his job, she was everything. It was horrible, horrible situation, you know, uh, for this to occur to somebody. But what she did, and she was very forthright, she, she started her doing her own videos, like these, these things. And I encouraged her to do it. I said, "Yeah, let's go. I'll tell you. You know, I'll help you do it. And yeah, you know what to do." So I gave her some equipment to help out from the studio, and um, as much as I could. And I, all I did was I didn't need to do much. This woman was very. She knew it, she understood the she understood the industry. She understood what it was all about. And she started these videos, and she went. It went nice. It went viral on 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 YouTube. A lot of them went viral. Um, viral in the sense that it was slow progression of. Uh, of great videos and i'm very very proud of her um that she's that she's accomplished that that she f- took the initiative and took took some of my advice and just went at, went for it i'm so happy i'm so happy for her so some of her videos are very well ins- and very insightful and this is one of the uh, one of the videos i'm going to bring it up here uh or do i have it here scene 17 as I'm trying to figure out where the damn thing is. <laughs> no, it's not that one. It must be this one. Okay. So this is the, the very opinionated Kate one. The World Economic Reset. Part one. Check it out. Okay, Milton Friedman. If you are made dictator for one day, the next day the no, American I government... W- no,
1: no, I don't no? want to be made dictator. You wouldn't. I don't believe in dictators. Okay. I believe we want to bring about change. By the, by the, agreement, the for the citizens. I don't, I don't believe in arbitrary. Rule well,
0: let rule me rule. put it this way
1: then. If your, I your can't proposal. persuade, if we can't persuade the public that it's desirable to do these things, we have no right to impose them, even if we had the power to do it.
7: Right. Proponents of the Great Reset argue that the pandemic proves our former society doesn't work, so we need a tech-focused, sustainable future to reduce emissions and thereby save the planet. I now have the pleasure to welcome the World Economic Forum. It is the cradle of some of our prominent organizations that are here with us today. It is the place, for example, where CEPI was founded, and it is a main link to the private sector. With us is Professor Klaus Schwab on video.
3: The World Economic Forum is now very much engaged into this initiative of shaping a great reset for the post-corona
7: era. The Great Reset is a rebranded, tightened-up version of the UN decades-old Sustainable Development Agenda, also known as Agenda 21.
1: These years' lockdowns have caused the emissions to fall dramatically, but the emissions are already rising again, in some places surpassing pre-COVID levels.
7: The same policies and ideas are contained in the Green New Deal, which was defeated in 2019 in the U.S. Congress.
8: People are dying. This is serious.
0: Deidre will vote on the Longshot Green New Deal resolution. That measure failed. On this vote, the yays are
5: zero, the nays are 57.
7: It bears repeating. Six months before SARS-CoV-2 was discovered by China, the UN and the World Economic Forum signed a strategic partnership specifically to advance the sustainable development agenda, now known as the Great Reset.
3: But under your leadership, Secretary General, we have together advanced another important milestone last year in establishing a strategic partnership framework between the United Nations and the World Economic Forum.
7: Klaus Schwab has been openly fighting against Milton Friedman-style economics for decades, ever since Friedman published his famous 1970 essay, The Social Responsibility of Business is to Increase Its Profits.
9: That's why this year's forum sees the launch of a new Davos Manifesto, and it's a powerful opportunity to change business as usual. While the Western liberal economic order has reaped huge benefits, it's been too narrowly focused on the interests of shareholders. That's why the forum is pushing for stakeholder capitalism, a model where corporations are oriented to benefit not just shareholders, but all stakeholders, customers, suppliers, employees, local communities. And this isn't just some fantasy idea that only benefits consumers. It's got major buy-in from serious economists, the big four accounting firms and the banking sector.
7: Innovation historically has been the result of a collective effort. Schwab now predicts that the COVID-19 pandemic, which he says will last at least until 2022, will mark the final death knell of neoliberalism, which he defines as a corpus of ideas and policies favoring competition over solidarity, creative destruction over government intervention, and economic growth over social welfare. Others would describe neoliberalism as decentralized power and smaller government, and Schwab's preferred system as China under Xi Jinping. How long has Schwab known that a pandemic could be used to advance his ideals?
3: We are coming out thanks also to the leadership of China in terms of fighting the pandemic, in terms of reinvigorating its economy, we have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset which we
7: all need. A while, if his publications and planning exercises are any indication. His book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, contains lengthy discourse on how pandemics are known agents for major societal shifts. He asks, why should COVID-19 be any different? Then there's the fact that Schwab's organization practiced a high-level pandemic exercise in October 2019, less than five months before COVID-19 came along.
9: It began in healthy-looking pigs months, perhaps years ago. A new coronavirus spread silently within herds. Gradually, farmers started getting sick. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. The sickest required intensive care. Many died. Experts agree, unless it is quickly controlled, it could lead to a severe pandemic – an outbreak that circles the globe and affects people everywhere.
7: The World Economic Forum's co-sponsors for this event were the John Hopkins Center for Health Security and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, both of which have actively promoted 2020's unprecedented pandemic response. As Imperial College London's Neil Ferguson recently explained, lockdowns were not recommended by any government until Xi Jinping changed what was possible by proclaiming, this worked for us in China. How have we managed to get in such a position that we basically
0: have no idea how to get out of it?
8: I mean, I actually think it's, you can turn that question around, I think it's quite remarkable. And China showed the way
0: that we have basically stopped a highly transmissible respiratory virus in its tracks.
7: This extraordinarily fortuitously timed pandemic planning exercise makes Schwab look like something of an oracle. Indeed, he openly brags about his foresight. For years, international organizations like the World Health Organization, institutions like the World Economic Forum, and the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations And individuals like Bill Gates have been warning us about the next pandemic risk, even specifying that it would emerge in a highly populated place where economic development forces people and wildlife together. That it would spread quickly and silently by exploiting networks of human travel and trade. And that it would reach multiple countries by thwarting containment. In 2017, Anthony Fauci made a similar prediction.
6: But also there will be a surprise outbreak. And I hope by the end of my relatively short presentation, you will understand why history, the history of the last 32 years that I've been the director of NIAID, will tell the next administration that there's no doubt in anyone's mind that they will be faced with the challenges that their predecessors were faced with.
7: Like Schwab, Fauci actively promotes lockdowns. Like Schwab, He declares that we can never again return to normal. If we do, we should expect diseases to constantly jump from animals to humans. Because pandemics never happened until 2020, when the world grew too industrialized. To save ourselves, we must redesign society in harmony with nature. Both Fauci and Schwab's prose are littered with terms like sustainability, inclusiveness, green, nature and harmony terms that are hard to disagree with although the behaviors supposedly promoting them are a harder sell schwab reveals in his great reset book that our new germ avoidant behaviors are seen as optimal to the environment During lockdowns, many consumers previously reluctant to rely too heavily on digital applications and services were forced to change their habits almost overnight. Many of the tech behaviours that we were forced to adopt during confinement will through familiarity become more natural. If health considerations become paramount, we may decide, for example, that a cycling class in front of a screen at home is safer and cheaper. The same reasoning applies to many different domains, like flying to a meeting, Zoom is safer, cheaper, greener, and much more convenient, driving to distant family gathering for the weekend, the WhatsApp family group is not as fun, but again, safer, cheaper, and greener, or even attending an academic course, not as fulfilling, but cheaper and more convenient. Spelling this out for those too stunned to take it in. This is an open admission that it benefits Schwab and Fauci's political agenda to continue lockdowns as long as possible. The same people who sell interminable lockdowns, by ignoring great science on pre-existing immunity, lack of asymptomatic spread, and flawed tests, believe the lockdowns are the perfect agent to usher in the changes they desire.
4: And the time to act
3: is now.
7: Will they succeed? Is their behavior remotely justified? Does the pandemic really prove our society is fatally flawed? Why can't they use the political system to gain majority votes if their agenda is so good?
9: Because we're all in this together. So help us build a fairer world.
7: As kids, what can we do right now?
0: Um, because, because it, it, is, not, it is not immediately easy to become in the wealthy class. There are certain parts of the system which make that virtually impossible for, for the real person. Um, now I also, I believe that this freedom too represents... E- Rep- represents the, the belief in equality uh, as, as opposed to, to liberty. And uh, I wonder, is it possible to build a system um, based on this equality, which I believe that many people agree in and would not be willing to, uh, to sacrifice to the liberty of freedom from
1: Well, let me, I'm not going to be able to give a full answer to your question because you've asked a very, very complex question. And so you're going to have to pardon me if, I'm a, if I am a little dogmatic. But I only want to suggest that the statements I'm making are not without some thought and reason behind them. In my opinion, a society that aims for equality before liberty will end up with neither equality nor liberty. And a society that aims first for liberty will not end up with equality, but it will end up with a closer approach to equality Than any other kind of system that has ever been developed. Now that conclusion is based both on evidence from history, across history, and also I believe on reasoning which if you try to follow through the implications of aiming first at equality will become clear to you. You can only aim at equality by giving some people the right to take things from others. And what ultimately happens when you aim at equality is that A and B decide what C shall do for D, (laughs) except that they take a little bit of a commission off on the way.
0: Awesome video. Part one of Kate Wong, the very opinion of the great reset. He was right about that. There was a, there's this question one time, uh, you know, uh, we, we do an episode of drunk wisdom and I used to go out. I used to give work to this, this girl who used to do great t-shirts for us, uh, drunk wisdom t-shirts. And last year was the, going to be the, you know, the year I was going to sell that series to television. I was hoping that that, that would happen. Um, and, she's she's right there's a great there's there's a great there's a great statement there from that video at the end when that young man was asking about equality and he says yeah you can never get equality and liberty you'll never have you cannot get because he was talking about a b and c you'll have to take away from some a and b to give to d and he's right there's a there but during my time when i wasn't i was i was going to chinatown here in toronto to get some t-shirts some t uh, cheap t-shirts because they're, they're cheaper. They are. I don't know where they're getting them from. I don't know where their supply comes from But you get like three dollars four dollars a t-shirt or you get like ten for ten Dollars like yes. Yeah, it was amazing So I was able to get a whole variety of different t-shirts and then have them printed um, From this girl. I was hiring to print them for me And then we would hand out the t-shirts after we would interview somebody for drunk wisdom the woman there at the um, of course she was Asian she was Chinese She was Cantonese. Uh, She she was very specific. She says, "She said I don't know what about Canada. You know, Canada says I said Mao." She said Mao Mao believed in us to be equal. We should all be equal. Canada should be like China. Like I said, I looked at her. I couldn't believe that she was here in Canada saying this. I said, "No, actually, Mao actually buried forty-six thousand scholars alive." Anybody who questioned him, anybody who was a scholar, Yeah, he did. He literally buried forty-six thousand people alive in China, and he bragged about it. I said, "Why would you? Why would you think that Mao is a great leader? <laughs> not at all. It was like a destructive uh, leader in history. Um, very. It was very. I was very perturbed by that. But then I realized that the, perhaps maybe the uneducated or people who don't are not educated in this area are not aware." that capitalism was the only system in the world at this time that has really spawned the greatest innovations of technology ever in the world because of competition. Okay. But I'm not saying that capitalism is like perfect. Nah, don't, don't get me wrong. Capitalism has a lot of flaws too. However, um, the, the push for everybody being equal is is a farce it's 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 a it sounds okay but deep down when you look at it it's not okay at all because you're not all equal you're not all equal you're not all equal no some people have worked harder 10 times harder read more books have done this have worked their skills even 10 times harder than the person next to them if that's the case then that person is not equal to this person as far as skill set as far as intelligence, as far as even like physical uh, proudness or whatever, wherever the uh, the whatever the story is, the, the we're not all equal. We should be treated with equal respect, though. And we should be treated equally under the law as citizens of, of a country. And that the law should apply to all citizens equally. Yes, I believe that. Because the word equal is not a bad term. But in the sense of us being as individuals as being equal, well, no, we're not all equal. Not equal in the sense of our personalities, intelligence, uh, our strength, our, our physicality, our beauty, or whatever. All of these things are not, are not equal. We are individuals. And individuals are uh, in, in a community. And, and, and a community is stronger. So, And not only that, co- uh, communism and socialism, or communism I should say, and I don't like the word socialism, communism itself has failed over 200 times in history as far as I know. Yeah, 200 times that I can count. Um, and it's probably more than that throughout history. So, so for the fact that the World Economic uh, Reset wants to bring in a new communist <laughs> ideology, and, all in the, and like Kate Wong was saying too in her video, she was saying... It sounds good. Sustainability, green, um, togetherness—you know—it's—it's it's all sounds good. But deep down, the actions of these individuals are not. It's not what we think. It's not what we think. It's like a bad. Pe- it's like a bad. Uh, it's like a bad product that you buy. You know what I mean? We see a product that the commercial looked good, but then when you buy it, it was crap. <laughs> it didn't work at all. It was like ah. Oh. Man, this is a waste of money. And you're like, ah, oh, they fooled me with their good little, their good, good little commercial. And I think this is what's happening too with these individuals that are doing this, using the COVID-19 or planning the COVID-19 in order for a world economic reset, selling us on um, with a great marketing plan on you know the sustainability and green and all. That. And I believe that. I believe that we should be slowly moving away from oil. But then oil is surrounded by us. Like every computer monitor here is made out of oil. Every, uh, even my uh, three mixers here are made out of oil. My keyboard is made out of oil. Everything's made out of oil. Every single plastics and celluloids that you see from your cell phone to everything is made out of oil. Yeah, how do you get away from that? And you see oil is uh, very limited supply. So it's not, uh, not sustainable in the sense of, you know, for future... However, so can we, can we find new technologies? Yes, there is. Actually, there's so many other technologies out there that no one's addressing. Like, uh, for instance, for power. Instead of using nuclear power, like using uranium and plutonium, we should be using thorium reactors, which is a proven technology that already works. It produces 200 times more power than uranium and plutonium, and it's 200 times more safer too. You can walk away from a malt-salt reactor that uses thorium, which is more in abundance everywhere in the earth. Every, every place in the planet is thorium. <laughs> it's found everywhere. Um, so it's not like that would be the out- reactors we should have used from in the 1960s, but we didn't because we couldn't create bombs to blow up people. So because we couldn't do the bombs with thorium, so like, uh, like no, we'll just go with uranium, plutonium, so they get the deal. It's like the deal with, yeah, BHS and, and beta. Beta was a superior uh, quality video. Uh, but VHS won because they had a better marketing plan and then they sold their components. They sold their technology to other companies to adopt the technology. Simply like like Sony. Like Sony has like a DVD. Um, they created the DVD. So the digital video d- data disc, you know, and the reader that reads the disc. Sony sold that technology. And what they do is they, they sold the rights to uh, to build another DVD player from Pioneer or another company from Mitsubishi or whatever. And by as long as they buy the Sony part, which is that small little reader which reads the disc, so Sony made a killing, billions of dollars, millions of dollars, billions of dollars, uh, in doing that. That was smart. It's called capitalism. It's called business. It's called competition. Uh, so you you see how our ca- capitalism evolves. But there's some there's there's capitalism also has some corruption too when you start uh, you know lobbying, monopolizing hiding certain data hiding certain facts like cigarettes you know knowing 42 years ahead of time that cigarettes were actually bad for your health and then still selling them (laughs) ouch yeah so you see there's got to be and i don't believe that our systems are the issue and i keep repeating this over and over again a lot of you know me on this show i keep saying this over and over again that the biggest flaw in society is not capitalism it is not communism it's our behavior our behavior we don't behave right we have too many corrupt individuals and and these corruptive individuals are getting away with murder getting away with uh, all sorts of infractions um to you know against our livelihood against our happiness and and yet and yet nothing gets done about it why because people like you and people like me fail to do anything. When the, the general public or the general society of individuals fail to do something, then you're part of the problem. And I'm just quoting a bunch of seniors that used to uh, took their bikes and, and literally drove their bikes across Canada <laughs> um, in the name of you know bringing in more sustainable like, environmental technologies that would not pollute so much. And the time was very good. But some of the seniors were really right. They said, if you don't do anything about it, then you're part of the problem. If you just say, well, it's not my problem. I'm just going to let somebody else deal with it. It's your problem. You're the problem. Because you fail to say something. You fail to vocalize what what you feel. You fail to vocalize that what you see is wrong. You fail to vocalize. You fail to take action of what's going wrong so we're not all equal at all because some of you are cowards some of you are shameful some of you are like you know no we're not all equal ladies and gentlemen but we should all be treated with equal respect and we should all be treated with dignity and sometimes certain days i feel like do i really want to treat certain people like with dignity or not because you know they piss you off but that's another topic of its own. But let's get to something less depressing. We'll get to some more music. <laughs> uh, you know, all right. Yeah, there it is. You know, this is one of my favorite songs. I don't know why, but it's very it's very macabre. But I love the song. I love this band. And it was the Dead South And Hell on Being Good Company, because <laughs> a lot of people are thinking I'm gonna send this guy to hell <laughs> for what he just said. All right, check it out. Boo!
4: ba D, shakes <laughs>
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to DDP Radio Daily. That was great. It's 10:36 a.m. <laughs> and it's June 29th, 2021. It is 23 degrees Celsius today, and uh, supposedly light showers. Not so sure if that's going to happen or not. Of course, we started off with that musical set with uh, "In Hell Be In Good Company." In Hell being Good Company with the Dead South, of course, and uh, Tragically Hip with their song "Poets," and of course July Talk with their song um, "Guns and Ammunition." Guns and ammunition. Yeah, great song. And of course, Matthew Goodband, Weapon, which is a great new song. Thank you, Spotify, for that. Uh, So, yeah, a lot of things are happening. A lot of things happening, of course. If we were talking right before the break, uh, we're talking about the Great Reset, the World Economic Great Reset. We're also talking about equality. What is equality? Why Are you equal? Are we all equal? No, we're not. We're not equal. No, we should all be treated with equal respect. You know, uh, and the law should, uh, and all citizens should have, should be treated equally under the law. Uh, That should be that should be a given, but that's the problem. What's happening right now is there's this seems to be this uh, this disconnection between that ideology, or I think what happens is that we we become lazy. Let's be let's be honest. Let's be really honest with ourselves. Let's be very honest with ourselves as a society. We've become very very lazy. We become very lazy. Um, so lazy to a point where we don't even want to take time to think for ourselves or to think out some issues. We just want to get on with our lives or we want to... because we've made life more busier than what it really needs to be, or so it's about our choosing. So is what what did we choose for our lives? What did we choose for what we want to do? Did we choose to want it to be, you know, this way or this way? Or did we take on a, um too much did we take on too much things did we take down too let's be honest and then you get some people who just work tirelessly as if until they pass out now i do i'm one of those people i do work about 12 hours a day sometimes and then but when i sleep i sleep hard i sleep really hard like when i hit the bed i'm uh and then my cat has to wake me up sometimes, like, hey, man, he puts his little paw on his and he goes, hey, hey, um, are you there? Are you there? Hey, man, it's time to, it's, t- it's time to eat, man. It's time to eat. Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah, they both all wake me up and say, hey, what's going on, man? But, uh, <laughs> I want to go out. I want to get out, man. My cat, my cat is one of those cats. I think he's a feral cat. Like, he, he just likes to go outside all the time, 24 hours a day. And I have to, like, bribe him to come in but, with food you know, with some special treats, some temptations, uh, cat treats to get them in. But that's how you, that's how you get the cat to come in every day is you have to feed them every time they come in. If you feed your cat every time they come in, your cat will always come back. Yeah. Cause it's a source of food. Pretty, pretty, it's, it's a logical uh, concept, but isn't it also logical for us as well? Are we being logical with our society? Are we being too, um, too lazy in our thinking because we just feel like oh well it's everybody else's problem by own no it's everybody's problem uh, uh, politics are is everybody's problem it is it is because look at us now people are being pushed (laughs) our jobs our sanctity our our securities everything that we that we've hold dear to for so many years Everything that we've, we we it, we're, overnight we were told to to take on new habits of technology we t- we take on new habits of doing this instead of this and instead of what no 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 by a bunch of goons and a bunch of um, mafioso people that's why I look at it nonetheless okay I I do have to go to another musical break before that um, and uh, we'll be right back with more DDP radio and uh, yeah this is one of my favorite songs we'll start off with. Uh, I just want you to believe me. Why don't you believe me? Just believe me, please. Believe me, okay? There's so much at stake here. Um you know, anyways, enjoy the music. Check it out. Oh. Uh-huh.
9: long till you break, you're happy
6: cause you smile, but how much can you
9: thinking why yeah, yeah.
8: chances You told me life was a risk I just have one last question Will it be my heart or will it be his Coming home
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to DDP Radio. For those days you feel like a that, for those days you don't. It's 10.56, and it's at the end of our show. Um, my name is GC Moses. I'm your super smart French-Canadian Aboriginal gay man who died of AIDS, who came back to life, who happens to have a slight anger issues towards laser thinkers and also injustice of all sorts. So, and I happen to be a published producer, director, and editor. Thank you for joining us on this edition of DDP Radio. And until tomorrow... From uh, join me every single from Monday to Friday, anytime. You know, I'm here for two hours from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. playing some of the greatest Canadian bands ever, and uh, with our friends from Spotify in association with Spotify. And we're, we're we're broadcasting now live on like about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different platforms now. Um, so proud of that thank you uh, for joining me if you don't know who we are we are ddp studios incorporated we make thinking fun ddp studios.com or ddp studios.com tv also um the last musical set we actually started off with uh why don't you believe me uh from the band small sins and of course our lady Peace's song superman's dead and of course city of color coming home and the last song was league of wolves never be the same <laughs> i remember meeting league of wolves it was. Yeah, years ago from the, the Canon Music Week uh, is a great... <laughs> guys are really funny. From, from Saskatchewan, eh? Yeah. Okay. All right. 1058. Thank you for joining. Until tomorrow on DDP Radio. And I think I'm going to play... I don't should play no songs. No. am just going to end it. Until tomorrow. Peace.